האם זה באמת סגולה בדוקה? הסגולה ללמוד בזה? Shimshon on Parshas Bo, section is Os Zion, section 7, uh, and uh, in order to understand that section, we're going to read three psukim and take a look at a rush. So Perak Yudbeis and, and, uh, and Sefer Shmos, of course, Parshas Bo, as we said, Pasuk Aleph, Beis, and Gimel. Here comes Pasuk Aleph. Vayomer Hashem el Moshe v'el-Aaron v'eretz Mitzrayim limor. And Hashem said to Moshe and to Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, this month should be for you the head of the months. It, is, it should be the first for you of the months of the year. So, of course, this is referring to Chodesh Nisan. Then Pasuk Gimel. Speak to all of the congregation of Israel, saying, on the 10th of this month, so that would be on the 10th day of Nisan, uh, each uh, man should take a sheep for the family, for his family, one sheep for each household. So the Torah, of course, is going to go on and give a lot more information, but this is the command of, first of all, the first, and we saw the, the command of about Chodesh Nisan and Rosh Chodesh, and that, that itself is a huge issue. But after that, it starts talking about the Korban Pesach in, uh, in Mitzrayim, the Korban Pesach in Mitzrayim, and there were special rules, and that was communicated to Moshe and Ara. So let's see what Rashi says. This is Rashi on Pasuk Gimel Dibur Amashil, Dabruel call Adas, speak to all of the congregation. Vichi Aharon medaber, and did Aharon speak to the people? The Torah has previously taught us back in Perak Zion, Hashem said to Moshe, you are going to be the one speaking. So here, did Aharon also speak to the people, Rashi asked? But what it means is that they used to give, Moshe and Aaron used to give honor to each other. And they would say to each other, teach me. Meaning if Hashem communicated something to Moshe or to Moshe and Aaron, as in this case, then they would discuss it. And, they, and Moshe would, would, would say to Aaron, teach me, help me understand it, my brother Aaron. And Aaron would say to Moshe, I don't understand it, you help explain it to me. And together they would, would analyze and discuss what Hashem had shared with them. And the communication from Hashem uh, would come out from both of them because of their discussion and their analysis. As if both of them were talking. So the Zerah Shimshon is going to focus on this Rashi and help us understand exactly what problem was bothering Rashi and why Rashi gave this unusual explanation about Moshe and Aaron discussing the communication from Hashem together and asking each one of them to explain it to each other. The Zer Shimshon is going to focus on that. So now let's take a look. Uh, as we said, this is Os Zion and the Zer Shimshon. Dabru el kol adas b'nei Yisrael lemor. Uh, speak to all of the congregation of B'nai Yisrael, saying, on the 10th of the month, that's the Pasuk we just read. Pirish Rashi, and this is the Rashi, Rashi explains, and this is the Rashi we just looked at, and did Aaron speak this, uh, this uh, communication from Hashem to the Jewish people, etc. 
The commentators had a hard time explaining what exactly was Rashi's intention with his comment. They had a hard time understand where, understanding where Rashi was coming from. And so the Zer Shimshon is going to explain to us exactly where Rashi was coming from, what was troubling Rashi, and why Rashi gave the parish that he gave. The nearest, the Zer Shimshon says, it appears Rashi Hirgish, that Rashi felt there was some issue, some problem, from the fact that the Torah wrote, Dabru, speak, Belashan Rabim, in the plural form. So that's, that's very important to realize that the key to this entire uh, issue is the fact that the Torah used the Dabru, a, a plural form of speak, and the Zer Shimshon is going to talk about why that was a, a bothered Rasha. Because if you come to say that what that word meant was that Moshe and Aaron together spoke the message from Hashem to the Jewish people, that's impossible. As we say in the third parak of Meseches Megillah, the Torah, when we're talking about the Torah reading, two verses at this, two voices cannot be heard at the same time. Now, in that Gemara and Megillah, what it's talking about is our Balkore. You can only have one Balkore, one person reading the Torah at a time. You can't have two people go up and read the Torah together because that would not, the, the congregation would not be able to hear and clearly distinguish the words of the Kriya if you had two people doing it. But the Zer Shimshon is bringing that to, to, to tell us that therefore the Torah couldn't mean Dabru, a plural language, Aaron and Moshe get up and together speak the message from Hashem to B'nai Yisrael because then they, the people wouldn't be able to hear it and understand it clearly. If, if that rule applies to the Torah reading uh, in a synagogue, how much more so would it apply to a section of Torah that Hashem was giving to uh, Moshe and Aaron to communicate to the Jewish people uh, such an important, such a critical, vital section of, of laws to B'nai Yisrael about the Pesach Mitzrayim, the Korban Pesach in Egypt? Certainly they would never, Moshe and Aaron would never uh, be commanded to recite that together at the same time. So the Zer Shimshon is saying that Rashi was bothered by this plural language because what it, you what you might think it obviously means, the first thing you would say is, oh, Dabru, Hashem said to both Moshe and Aaron, speak this together. And Zer, uh, Zer Shimshon says, well, that's not possible. So let's examine other possibilities that Rashi might have considered. The im in the second paragraph. The im lomar shem Moshe yedaber v'haron yifaresh. And if you say that what it meant was that Moshe should first speak the words and then Aaron should explain them, which is what they did when they spoke to Paro, when Moshe and Aaron went to speak to Paro, Moshe would speak the message from Hashem and Aaron would then explain it to Paro. If so, then the Torah should have said in the singular form, speak, to all of the congregation of Israel. It should not have used the plural form of Dabru. Kemosha Omer, as the Torah says, Behasros Hamakos, when it gives the warnings for the plagues, uh, the Torah says, Bo el paro vidibarta elov. 
come to Paro and speak to him. All of that is in the singular form. So when Hashem sends Moshe and Aaron to speak to Paro, and it's well understood by everyone that Moshe is going to talk and Aaron is going to explain and amplify the message to Paro, the Torah doesn't say Dabru in a plural language, even though Moshe and Aaron are both involved. The Torah uses a single singular language uh, in that situation. So, so too over here, if that's what Hashem envisioned, that Moshe would talk to the B'nai Yisrael and explain the laws, and then Aaron would further amplify and explain them, it, it still doesn't justify, it doesn't explain why there was a, 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 a plural language of Dabru. Because even though Aaron explained Moshe's words, nevertheless, Ikar Hadibor Toloi Bemoshe, the primary person who was uh, in charge of getting over this communication was Moshe. And since it was Moshe, then even though Aaron was involved, the Torah uses a singular language. So now the Zerah Shimshon has given us two possible scenarios. One, that Moshe and Aaron would give the message together, speaking simultaneously. And two, that Moshe would talk and then Aaron would talk one after another. And he said both of those, Rashi considers and realizes, are not, not tenable. They don't, they don't fit uh, into this situation. Ve'im tomar shehoyel, shebepam hazos kolal aharoni Moshe bedibor. And if you want to say that in this case, in this specific case, Hashem included Aaron with Moshe in this communication, to Moshe Pirish Rashi al-Pasuk, as Rashi explained on the Pasuk, which we read before the first of the three Psukim, Vayomer Hashem el-Moshe v'el Aaron v'chulei. Hashem spoke to Moshe and to Aaron. So you might think, okay, in this particular situation, it's the Torah specifically says that Hashem addressed Moshe and Aaron and talked to both of them and shared this set of rules, set of this communication with both of them. So you might think, Mishum Hafi, because of this, lo lomar daber. God should not, could not follow that up and say, uh, speak in a singular language. If Hashem went out of his way to address a communication to both Moshe and Aaron, then he couldn't then turn around and say, one of you share this, speak in the singular to B'nai Yisrael, because Hashem had clearly shared the communication with both two people, with Moshe and Aaron. And if you want to continue this thought process and say, okay, Hashem included both of them, and, and therefore uh, he, Aaron is also included in the command to share this with the people. If so, then you're going to have a contradiction in different psukim. Because the Torah already gave us a general rule back in Perak Zion, where Hashem said to Moshe, You, Hashem said to Moshe, you will speak all of the things that I command you. So we have one passage that's saying Moshe is supposed to be the primary spokes, spokesman and he's supposed to speak. Uh, uh, share the things that Hashem said. And then now we're saying that Hashem wanted both Moshe and Aaron, commanded both Moshe and Aaron to say these things. So that's a, that would be a problem, uh, an apparent contradiction. Now top of the next uh, column. The ode, and more so, uh, or, or another point, Shalom Matsino Bakasa, Ella, we don't find later on 
when the, it actually comes time to share these uh, rules, these halachas about the Korban Pesach with the people, we don't find Ella except the following Pesach, Vayikra Moshe Lechol Zikne Yisrael. The Pesach specifically says, Moshe called all of the elders to begin to talk to them about these new halachas about the Korban Pesach. And the Torah doesn't say that Moshe and Aaron together called the people to share Hashem's message. And if we're stating that Aaron was commanded in this particular situation, just like Moshe was commanded to share the message with B'nai Yisrael, to, with the elders of Zekanim and B'nai Yisrael, then why don't we see that Aaron followed through and fulfilled the command and, and transmitted and communicated the message and called the people together to share it? So, so the Zer Shimshon says, no matter how you slice it, if we look at what ended up happening after Hashem spoke to Moshe and Aaron and told them this communication and said, I want you to share this with B'nai Yisrael, only Moshe acted on that. Only Moshe went and called the Zikanim and Moshe spoke to the people. And Aaron didn't appear to have a role. So the question is, if in fact Moshe uh, and Aaron were both commanded to make this communication, how come Aaron didn't fulfill his part of the bargain? How come he didn't carry through Hashem's command? So if we pause here, what we see, the Zer Shimshon has shown us clearly what Rashi was bothered by. Rashi was bothered by the word Dabru on the one hand, where Hashem chose to use a plural language of uh, telling Moshe and Aaron, speak, both of you, speak in the plural form to B'nai Yisrael and tell them this message that I'm, that I'm giving you. That's on the one hand. So clearly it looks like Moshe and Aaron are both going to be involved in sharing this communication in some way. And then on the other hand, we have several uh, proofs from other psukim and from the actual reality that only Moshe spoke to the people in this particular situation. So Aaron isn't involved. So it looks like Moshe is telling, Hashem is telling Aaron to be involved using the plural form, but Aaron isn't involved and it's unclear what the, what the solution is. And that's what Rashi, according to the Zer Shimshon, was grappling with. So now the Zer Shimshon in this last paragraph is going to explain exactly how Rashi solved the problem in his parish and, and how it, it brings everything together for us. But definitely what we need to say is that the, that the Torah, when the Torah um, said, speak in a plural language, when, when Hashem uh, said to Moshe and Aaron, um, speak in the plural, this was not a command to both of them. Hashem was not saying to both Moshe and Aaron, I want you both to share my message with B'nai Yisrael. Ella, but lefi shehem hayu regilim bekach, but Hashem was saying, I know what your usual practice is, lachlo kavod to give honor to each other, to show deference to each other, bishar hazmanim, in the other times, meaning, in other times when Hashem had communicated things to Moshe or to Moshe and Aaron, they always discussed it. Moshe, even if uh, Moshe was, was only communicated to Moshe, Moshe would share it with Aaron and discuss it with him and ask his, had consult with him, ask his advice. What exactly does this mean? What's the best way to share this um, information? And Aaron, so too, would discuss it with Moshe and say to him, well, I'm not sure. You tell me what you think. The low bahakas of and the and the, I'm sorry, one line back. Mishum therefore, 
Amr lahem dabru. That's why Hashem used the word speak in the plural form. Kefi haminhag shalachem. Hashem was saying, I'm using dabru because I know that's what you do. That's your custom. That's your practice to talk to each other, to talk it over, to consult with each other. The loba hakosav elalahudiyah shvacham. And the and the pasuk and the use of the word dabru is coming to praise Moshe and Aaron. Hashem is saying, I want to acknowledge that I know what you do. I'm aware of it, and I'm praising you for it. It shows humility. It shows respect for each other. It shows love between the two of you and deference between the two of you. So this is wonderful what you do. The ode midichsiv dabru al kol adas bnei Yisrael lemor. And another point that supports this Rashi's explanation is in the Pusik, it says, speak to all of the congregation of B'nai Yisrael, Lamor, saying. Now, we have a, a Chazal, have a principle, which is that when a Pusik says Lamor saying, it means that in addition to what the Pusik is clearly talking about being communicated, there must be some additional Lamor, some additional speech, some additional communication that's not clearly indicated in the Pusik. So here it says Lamor. So Zerashimshim says, Umahu Lamor. What is this Lamor? What is this use of the word to say or saying? What is it indicating? He Efshar Lomar Lamor Lacherim. It can't be coming to teach us that Moshe and Aaron should share Hashem's message with other people. Shaharik Farksiv El Koladas Yisrael, because this Pasuk already says they should share it with all of the congregation of B'nai Yisrael. So if they're sharing it with all of B'nai Yisrael, there is no one else to share it with. This is a message for the Jewish people, and the Pasuk says share it with the Jewish people, all of the Jewish people. V'yev shalomar lemor ledoros, and we also can't explain it to mean lemor say it, not just to the present people, but for future generations which is the way sometimes Chazal interpret the word Lamor, that it means Moshe might have been commanded to teach the people of his time something, but also to make it clear to apply to future generations. That can't be true here. Shahari Pesach Mitzrayim Bilvad, because it was only regarding the Korban Pesach in Egypt, this very first Korban Pesach, Hayamikho Be'osor, it had to be acquired on the 10th day of Nisan. There was a special mitzvah that applied only at that time that was unique to the Korban Pesach and Mitzrayim of acquiring the animal uh, on the 10th of Nisan. And only this Korban Pesach and Mitzrayim required sprinkling the blood on the doorpost. Obviously, we know, we're very well aware that at our seders, we don't sprinkle any blood on the doorpost. And after the Korban Pesach and Mitzrayim, the Jews no longer did that practice. It was unique to that Korban Pesach. So therefore, it didn't apply to future generations. Mishum Hachi, because of this, Tzorich Lomar, we need to say, Shelemor, that the word Lemor, Hainu HaPerish Shel Dabru. This explains the use, Hashem's use of the word speak in the plural, meaning, Lemor Ze Loze. Hashem was saying, say what I'm communicating to you, to each other. In addition to sharing it with B'nai Yisrael, which was the main message of the Pasuk, Hashem said, Lamor, in order to say, share the message with each other. Which I know is your practice and your custom. 
And uh, in the end, ultimately, there was only one speaker, and that was, of course, Moshe. So the Zerah Shimshon has shown us what Rashi, what problem, what the problem attracted Rashi's attention, what problem he grappled with, why it was difficult uh, to figure out exactly why the Torah used the word Dabru, and then ultimately why Rashi came to his explanation. And, 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 and it's to our zuchus that we have this beautiful explanation because there's such a wonderful message here of humility, of not just taking something and, and being uh, kind of egocentric about it, but saying, uh, Moshe saying to Aaron, I don't understand it, let's discuss it, you share your insights, and Aaron saying to Moshe, but, but you tell me what you think, and together working out and discussing it the best way to handle how to communicate the message from Hashem to the Jewish people. So it's a good Musa for us also.